You are listening to Johnny Rubes on the 2400 Block Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is the 2400 Block Podcast with Johnny Rubes. 2400 Block. Hey guys, thanks for dropping by the block once again. Hoping you're doing well. Now, before I go on, this show has lost one of its biggest fans and listeners, my dear friend and co-worker, Carla Motley of Chicago, Illinois. I dedicate this episode in her memory. Our hearts have been heavy this week for many of us workers and friends that have known Carla Motley for several years. She passed away a few days ago. It's such an unimaginable loss. There is this empty void now that's felt in our hearts, but let's keep her spirit alive by continuing to love and respect each other, warm friendly hugs included, as well as bringing out the best in ourselves to get through today, even the tough ones. She knows how that goes, especially for us workers, and she was always thankful at the end of the day. Carla loved life exuberantly and she enjoyed spending time with others while she was here on earth. This beautiful soul has finally crossed over to the other side. Carla may have left us too soon, but her presence will surely resonate in those whose lives she's touched. It's 2 o'clock a.m. here as I'm taking the time to pause and reflect some more on the memories I've had with our dearest Carla. And it'll take a little bit of a while to process everything and getting myself back on track. She would probably be nudging me right now, speaking softly in my ear saying, It's alright John, we all must move on somehow. I'm okay with that. I would certainly agree as she is reunited now with her family up there. I will do everything I can to honor her memory and keep her spirit alive with the supporting character that I created, who is also named Miss Carla. She will embody her features. That ball cap will be included too, as well as her personality. The hugging moments will certainly be there too. I remembered how happy Carla was upon hearing the news that she would be included as part of the characters from my upcoming adventure novel that's gonna be a fun, enjoyable thrill ride set in the future. However, I find it disappointing that she will never get that chance to read this literary piece whenever it sees its light of day in its published form. She always read my posts regarding my book's progress. I will take her very last like and love into infinity. And oh yes, I'll be more than inspired now doing my podcast. She's always been a supporter of my show, being one of its avid listeners since day one. Thank you, Carla. I'll miss you. Love eternal. What are we going to have? So we're heading towards the end of this current podcast season, and I think it's time for me to start breaking things down in the best way I can. Believe me, I have several upon several subtopics that come to mind and tackle with. Now, the only problem is that they're just too much for one episode to handle. However, I do want to caution to you guys that some of the things that will be mentioned here on the Johnny Rubes Bits may not suit to everyone's liking as a whole. I am definitely aware of that. I just want to provide my own take on these things in the best way I know how. And, and yup, I'm putting myself out there right on the spot, front and center. 
Okay guys, are you ready for my first bit? All right, here we go. Throughout most of my life, I realize how hard it is to get noticed in this part of the world around me. Yep, even at 48 years old. It's been a struggle as I try my best to give everyone the most authentic version of myself in order to be accepted. But I feel as though I am invisible after having failed attempts to win over people. Some play me out, giving me this false bravado which almost makes me entirely believe in them like they're real. Even worse is when they say they have my support. They're just saying it like it's a piece of literature, you know, not backed up with action. They're not doing it. And it really sucks not being taken seriously. It can be lonely. Even worse, it gets depressing. Thank goodness I ventured into podcasting, which is like a form of therapy for me. Because I've enjoyed sharing my views and listening to others as well when we talk uh, collectively together about something. Now, even in that limited amount of time spent on one episode, I am very thankful to be included with someone or a group. Now, if any of you listeners are facing the same situation like me, I would like to let you know that you are not alone in this battle. Think about how blessed you are to have even a single person or a circle in your life right now, even small. That's cool too, because they do know your life matters and that they value you as an equal. For those that don't, always put your best foot forward every day. I do, because there's always a chance on something good happening. It will certainly take time as well as patience. Being your own best friend is indeed the most crucial yet important step to your success in this. And keep yourself productive. In time, you will get your due into being accepted and widely recognized simply for you just being you. Hey, John. Um... I just read your message and I feel like this could be a very good yin and yang situation because you're all about putting yourself out there, you have ambitions and you seem to enjoy surrounding yourself with people and making friends and things like that and I'm kind of the opposite. I kind of keep to myself. I really love the very, very small circle of friends that I have, which is basically you, my wife, and my coworkers, and my immediate family. That's, and of course I have online friends too, friends that I've been talking to for a little over a decade, or just about a decade, maybe five people online but that's about it oh sorry i yawned long day but yes i can see it from your point of view how it can be very disheartening because you always put the best of yourself out there you're always enthusiastic you're always warm and friendly and you enjoy listening to people and their stories and it's hard when you put the best of yourself out there 
and it still isn't enough to maintain a connection or even start a connection with someone else. I think in today's society, it's very hard for other people to trust other people to be that first level of vulnerable to say, hey, let's go out and have a cup of coffee and let's talk about things and to, you know, maintain a friendship. It's hard. It's it's hard to make new friends and it's sometimes even harder to maintain a friendship like you you're always reaching out to me and you're always asking me about how my day is and every time you text me and i feel like two or three weeks have gone by and when i get a message from you all i can think is oh my god i haven't talked to john in forever and the last time i did he was the one to reach out reach out to me first and i never seemed to be the one to reach out to him it's not that i don't care about you it's just that oh my gosh i am the worst at keeping track of things and just reaching out to people i just uh, i just have such little room for thinking of more than one thing at a time more than one thing at a time because all i do is work go home work go home I, I I don't really have time to just think because usually all all of my shifts I close so when I get home I eat try to eat something healthy and then I just scroll through my phone look through my emails answer a few text messages and then I don't really have time to think about my day I usually almost never do because I just enjoy turning my mind off after I get off of work but I really need to to learn how to reach out more and give back the same energy that you give me but um I definitely agree on being your own best friend because that way if something doesn't go through actually no I completely skipped the thought sorry my brain isn't working and it's just it's just been a long day but um yes it's very important to be your own best friend because you know you can be your own personal cheer person if something doesn't happen you you can be like it's okay we'll do it again tomorrow or you know it's okay things happen for a reason and we move on and we don't really have um unachievable expectations of ourselves because everything that we think about all the goals that we have are achievable to some point and I guess it depends on on how your mind is and how it works that it can be a good thing it can be like a, a learning lesson or it can be a bad thing and you know you can 
it can start a snowball into going into that whole zone of, oh, I didn't try hard enough, I'm such a failure. It's just about the inner dialogue. Because you can be your best friend and you can also be your worst enemy. <sighs> oh boy, what a night. But yes, I think in today's age, who we are is what we are online. If our follower, if our follower count isn't huge, then we're considered a loser. If our page is private and not public, and we don't post anything, we're considered losers. Me, I just exist. Personally, I try not to think or really care about what other people think. I feel like that's so detrimental. Every time that I've cared about how other people think, all it's done was stress me out and set myself up to fail and just give me unnecessary stress. So I just exist. I do things that make me happy. If people want to see what I'm doing, great. If they don't, great. If I have a post that's one like, great. If I have a post that has like a hundred likes, great. It really makes no difference to me. I just focus on paying my bills making sure all the critters in my home are fed, making sure my wife and I are happy, and my coworkers are happy. You know, I, ju I just try to keep things really simple to just appreciate the small things in life that knowing that every problem that we have is just so insignificant and I'd rather spend my time being happy for every little small success and not dwell on things that were out of my control and things that I could not change. But not everyone has that luxury and that freedom for realization. Like in high school, I was... I grew I grew up in Hawaii and it was it's really different there. It's not like public school in the states because I heard that if someone even looked at you the wrong way that you would have to fight them for some reason. But in in Hawaii there were fights, but you know, there were just dramas, rumors said to someone about someone else and you know, people got into fights and then they would just not talk to each other anymore and they would just avoid each other. It was really small, menial things like that that, you know, high schoolers have to deal with. But it's just... People are just way too concerned about what others think about them. It should not matter at all. 
I think that's the trap that so many of us get caught in. Especially, especially now and now, because everything's on social media. You never know who's really being authentic, and you see all of these videos, these pranksters. You never know who's actually acting or who's reacting genuinely to something that they did not expect. You see all of these couples and you wonder how many of them just stay together because of their joint account and they're worried about what their followers will think about them if they were to break up or they just stay miserable in their relationship just for the view count and for the revenue that they make from it. People are just so baffling to me sometimes. They just get swept up, swept up in this whole media circus about wanting to get their name out there and be something big. But me, I just, yeah, I just exist. I'm a very simple person. If there's a time where I do get famous or popular, then I hope I make people happy, but I don't want it to be my entire personality. But I don't know, everything is on social media these days and if you don't keep up with trends even if they don't apply to your age group or to your culture or to your race or anything that you will fall behind you will be like how the baby boomers are with with um technology and you know everything that's happening in the world they just get frustrated and they just get angry and they just tune it out or they say that we're stupid and young and wrong. I never want to be that person when I get older. Because right now I'm, I'm constantly following pages that give me updates on people that I don't necessarily care about. Like the Kardashians or Kanye West, I think they're vapid and Kanye West is like mentally ill and he needs, he definitely needs help. And this whole thing with, you know, the free Britney thing, I think people really, what I assumed was going to happen, did happen, they freed her. But now she's kind of being unhinged. I'm sure people are looking at her like, Oh, she's just living her life. She's free. Um, no, there's definitely something wrong with her. She needs some kind of therapy. Like when she shaved her head and she, you know, attacked that car with an umbrella. She's definitely suffered more than one mental breakdown. And I don't think she's ever been right from it. I think she needs therapy. And of course, 
there's that whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And while I do not agree with Amber Heard and what she has done to Johnny at all, that doesn't necessarily mean that Johnny Depp is innocent either. People just seem to gloss over the text messages that he that he um, exchanged with Paul Bettany. Fucking her dead, burnt corpse. And let's not forget, he's friends, he's really close friends with Marilyn Manson. And Manson has had a lot of allegations of sexual assault against him from his ex. And that's a little bit alarming to me. You know, I'm all for, you know, equality and things like that. But I think in cases of abuse, a lot of people think that, oh, just because one person is obviously guilty doesn't necessarily mean that the other person is innocent. In this particular situation, I feel like both of them are abusive and both of them are toxic. But Amber Heard was just toxic in a more obvious way. That she just steamrolled herself and she was just more guilty. But Johnny Depp is also guilty too. Guilty by association. And those text messages were just a little bit alarming to me. And the fact that his fans don't really acknowledge it. Or really see it as such a problem is a little worrisome but that's you know that's people in general they will continue to defend someone they respect or idolize just because they don't want to be wrong or they don't want to be seen as someone that didn't notice that someone was evil or even a light shade of bad because they don't want to admit that they can't see the signs that it makes them feel weak somehow i think a lot of people have that problem too which is ridiculous personally the biggest issue that i think society has is ego Ego, ego, ego. That, I think, is the greatest sin of all. But, yes, I'm sorry for ranting about so many different things. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point, but... But, yes, I I hope this answered something. <laughs> oh, but... Yes, I hope you're doing wonderful... It's my coworker's birthday on Sunday. He probably doesn't want me to get him anything, but I already got him two gifts. And they're wrapped, and I got him a gift card, and I got him a birthday card. Because he deserves every happy, he deserves every loving hug, he deserves every blown out candle, and he deserves every wrapped present. Bob. He is the wine manager of Prestige Liquors. He is wonderful. 
and I'm very happy to have him as my coworker. He is also my work husband. There's the beer manager too, who is also my work husband. So I have two work husbands, and his name is Craig. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I hope this message finds you well. And I hope you will continue to gain more and more and more listeners for your podcast because I think you're doing a great job. Okay, one down. Are you ready for my second bit? All right, here we go. I got something to say about using mobile apps for fast food restaurants, but before I go on with my rant, I would like to give some sort of disclaimer here. Results will vary depending on how the restaurant in that particular location handles their customers' needs efficiently. Now that could be good or bad, but their situation may differ from mine's. The technical part of the mobile app, I will talk about that in a bit. However, I must say that the experience of ordering food from the mobile app can wound up just as bad like doing the same thing over the drive-through, or at a counter, or at a kiosk if any. The mobile app is just another method, that's all. But most of us find it convenient nowadays because we wish to get something on demand when we want it. Because when it comes right down to determining the end result of the ordering process, no matter which method is chosen, the workers are indeed the it factor. It all hinges on them whether or not they have understood carefully and read things properly. I bought food from both fast food and other restaurant chains and they have been less than stellar so far. I'm going to go on blast here naming them in particular, but let's remember now that these results do not represent them as a whole. I ordered through Burger King recently using their mobile app, um, which was easy to use by the way, and there were no technical issues. However, the result was different when I got to the nearest Burger King. I was disappointed on how the uh, the Whopper and Bacon King turned out, and they appeared terrible, not even not even to the naked eye. Whopper had uh, a half a slice of tomato and just little bits of lettuce, but man, the Bacon King was worse than that. It had bits of overcooked bacon. Thank goodness their app can let me submit feedback in which I was able to explain the situation thoroughly and and I got a refund in the process, which was really cool by the way. Let me cut right down to the chase on the rest. The Kentucky Fried Chicken, their app almost had me in limbo as the app status kept spinning and spinning right after I paid $17 for my food. It took about two to three minutes to know if it went through or not and once I arrived at the nearest KFC location, I was told to wait at the counter after I have received confirmation on my phone that it was ready in about three minutes. So I waited for like five minutes until the order actually showed up on the mobile ordering fixture. Everything came out complete. It looked beautiful, nothing went missing. On to something different. I did both uh, phone in and internet orders for Double Yolk Restaurant, which, was, which is the nearest breakfast, lunch, diner here where I live. Ordering from either method wasn't a problem, but it was the end result that did. I had some things uh, partially missing on the breakfast entrees, and that was on two uh, previous occasions already. However, dining in there as a patron for years now never seemed to be an issue. Okay, on to another chain, Jimmy John's. Ordering from their app was a breeze, and it was easy to use. Most of my orders usually go through without a hitch. But the last one was indeed a downer. 
I had two complete sandwiches, but the sides in the bag was only for one individual. That consisted of a bottled drink, potato chips, and a cookie. It was supposed to be double. Nope. Of all the issues that I have discussed which had missing product, I shouldered the blame on myself. Besides the workers, of course. Yep, you heard that right. What a twist. I was in a rush, wanting to make it home, and I never had the chance to look at everything in that very moment when I was still there in the restaurant. I could have turned things around right then and there. Not everything winds up missing. Take my experience with Portillo's, for instance. Portillo's is an Illinois-based restaurant chain that is already expanding nationwide. I mean, they have restaurants in Indiana, California, Arizona, and Florida. I ordered food for my coworkers using the Portillo's mobile app and got everything they wanted. That included their preferred toppings and side orders. What I received, however, was a slop at this Portillo's location nearest to the work office. The food looked like it was rushed without any care done to them. The sandwiches looked mushed. The toppings either had a lot or had very little, depending which worker made it. The crinkled fries for four was scattered everywhere in the bag. Lastly, the drinks was rather disappointing as well. No Diet Cokes or sweet teas as requested. Instead, we received the opposite. Again, it comes right down to the worker's comprehension and reading skills, which determines the end result. Which leads me to this now. I haven't forgotten about McDonald's. Ah, they thought they can get away with it. Nope. I have no issues so far with their mobile app, but I seldom use this method to order food. The drive through however, has been lackluster because I've received the wrong food three times already, each one at different locations. It seems that the logistics process was out of rhythm and that it was probably done unintentionally. Could it be their software? Could it be someone not following directions? Could it be the workers being disoriented? I don't know. Despite, this, despite these mistakes, the food looked presentable. I mean, they were handled with care. Okay, so I went off topic with that part as I am supposed to be talking about my ordering experience with a mobile app. The experience is really no different from the other methods. It's all about convenience and getting what you want when you want it. The same can be said about ordering groceries with Instacart or, or, or letting a target worker do a target run for you. What will make us all come back is the end result once again. Everything right from the technical performance of the mobile app right down to the location on where the logistics process is taking place. Thus, finally, uh, getting the total satisfaction of the customer upon receiving the product. These all determine the successful outcome. Let me welcome my good friend Darnell from Chicago here on the Johnny Rubes Bits, a segment of the 2400 Block Podcast. So, Darnell, what did you think of the stuff I just said right there? I felt like it was like my same complaints. <laughs> <laughs> My same complaints, you know, although you're missing a few. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is really similar. Oh, man, I wish I could put so much uh, into it. But of course, due to time constraints, it'll probably uh, run off on the time. Uh, by the way, have you ever ordered products using a mobile app? Well, most mostly food and 
maybe crypto. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, although that's not like a physical product, but it's worth money. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, cool. uh huh. Yeah, and, uh, like I, I've used Grubhub, like Uber Eats, mm-hmm. what I'll call like Postmates. I, I guess they got bought by Uber. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. But, uh, let's see. My, my experience with it is, is like mostly positive. That's good. Like, I'm getting my stuff quick. It, it can be from like almost an hour away, right there for me. Mm hmm. Do you find well, that I, do you find that convenient or inconvenient when uh, you're expecting your food for at least an hour or so? Do you find that a little bit convenient in, inconvenient to you, or do you find it convenient to you? I'd say it's inconvenient if it takes more than an hour to get to you. Uh-huh. I'll give things a good thirty to forty minutes because you're supposed to be driving. And if they tell you like, oh, oh I'm gonna. I'm on a bike or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, sometimes it says that you're they're on a bike, but they're really driving the entire time. Yeah. So what do you mainly and, um? What do you mainly use the, uh, the mobile app for? Just mostly fast food or restaurant chains? Yeah, like. Just uh, mm-hmm. pretty much any kind of food. Like uh, there's, there's a restaurant that uh, serves like Greek cuisine and stuff, and uh, it's real convenient for that because uh-huh. they don't deliver to my uh, zip code. Oh, really? well, my zip code at the time, really. Does it feel good, yeah. like, moving to a certain area now, a certain part of Chicago, compared to where you lived before? Especially when it comes to online ordering. Yes, because I'm, I'm close to everything now. Mm-hmm. I mean, before, I was close to a, a lot of, like, local places, which are they're really good, you know. Yeah. But... It wasn't everything. Uh, some some things uh, that I was used to getting, like uh, maybe some Wendy's or something like that, is yeah. going to take longer to get there as opposed to here. Mm. That's what you know. <laughs> that's what I like about being like around here. Everything's here. There's a. Uh, like a place that does homemade pizza. Oh, the local like businesses handmade. out there. Yep, That's good. yeah, handmade, <laughs> right? You know, fresh. That's why it's, it's gonna take a little while. It didn't take too long. Say about maybe 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. That's usually the average time. Yeah. Especially when I but, uh, uh, eat over at uh, Giordano's. Yeah. It can be even faster sometimes because I, I got it and I said, wow, you're here and like 25 minutes they got here. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, that's a good local spot. 
it's a place that I would have never known about. And you, you mainly discovered this for yourself when you lived there. You're just basically walking around. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out someday. I'm gonna get food from there someday. Yeah, that's what I normally do. <laughs> Walk around downtown and see what what they got. What do you got? Like, oh, some Chinese. I can get Chinese anywhere. <laughs> but uh, what what quality of Chinese? Yeah. Have you ever tried a uh, Joyi? No, I haven't. Oh, you you definitely have to try Joy Yu food, man. Especially over there in uh in the Chinatown section of Chicago. Really good food. Really good food. Yeah, I've been thinking of going down there sometime. I just and that I never really got there. I mean, a long time ago I went to Chinatown yeah. just to buy some shirt that I was gonna wear at Anime Central. Mm. And the shirt paid over pretty well, too. I mean, I had my whole... Like, I was a villager from Naruto. Oh. Yeah, like, I was, like, from the Konoha. They, they got the... I bought the thing. It's authentic shirt from Japan. <laughs> by the Tagged way... It up. Easiest the, costume ever. By the way, speaking of purchases um, like that, especially when they're overseas... Have you ever utilized a mobile app like Wish and you ordered something that was from, let's say, Hong Kong, and then it came to you in your, you know, on in your hands, and you look at it, it's like it's so damn good, but you just realize that the size is is, is different compared to the U.S. Like, why is it tight on me? <laughs> you know, like like a size large over there isn't really a size large over here. You ever encountered that? You ever had a problem like you you bought something it looks so damn good but once you put it on it's like this is not large why is it on why is it tight on me you know but of course the the sizing factor is different over there compared to here yeah i mean <laughs> i had to buy a shirt extra large because the one they sent me yeah too tight yeah. i said what's large over there in china <laughs> <laughs> what what is it <laughs> It's got to be something like close to Hobbit size. I don't know. Yeah. Because cause it's the shirt. Oh, man. It's, I gave it away. I gave it away to my little brother. Yeah. Let him have it. <laughs> and I'm going to order extra large next time. Usually a shirt that size that was extra large would just be flooding. You know, it's just <laughs> it's too long. Yeah. I think one of my one of my biggest regrets ordering something uh, online was having to buy one of those you know jerseys you want, but of course you can't get it because they're expensive. So you try to go and try to go to some place and, and try to get one, you know, at a, a much more cheaper price, and then it comes back to me. I open it and I'm like, what the, what is this? This looks terrible. This looks so, you know, this looks so bad. I mean, it doesn't even like look nothing boat. like what I want to order. You know, the lettering is bad. The number is looking bad. It looks stitched off terribly. I mean, it's, I just threw that thing away. And I said to myself, I'm so, like I'm so grateful to have spent $30 for that anyway, rather than having to spend $200 for something like that. You know? That, yeah, just <laughs> thinking about that and how I, um, 
how convenient or cheap it might be. Yeah. Sometimes you get what you pay for, you know? Right. <laughs> but it, it sucks. It, 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 it sucks. Like, it was I was fooled like by the image on the, on the, on the, on the uh, internet browser. You know, I believed that it was going to look like that, but then when it came to my hands, it's not even nothing like it. <laughs> oh, well. I, I got a handheld uh, game system from there that uh, it largely disappointed me because the sound is terrible. Mm-hmm. Supposed to have all these different retro games on it. It's be a lot of fun. They showed it on, on Facebook. Mm. And when you actually get it, well, it sounds tinny. Like the like the music is caught in some device uh-huh. that was recorded off another device. Oh my! It's awful. Mm. Yeah, it's just one of the worst uh, purchases I ever made. I'm just glad I didn't pay that much for it. Like maybe 70 bucks. Oh, that's, I mean, 70 bucks might still be a lot, but better that than having to spend $300 on, on something similar to that. You know? I got a better version. Um, I got two better handhelds than that one. That one I never touch anymore. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they hot glued the thing together. Oh. <laughs> Which you can do. Yeah. The Chinese found that out real quick that, hey, we can just hot glue this stuff together. <laughs> the insides of it will look very unprofessional, but as long as it plays, and we can sell it. Hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they not were, really worried about quality. Yeah, they're just there for the for the for the buck, basically. That's, that was their goal. Yeah. All right, um, we're gonna go back to this uh, topic at hand here. I mostly use the mobile app mainly for fast foods as of now, <laughs> as of now. But back then, when I went um, when we had COVID, I mainly used it to to um, purchase groceries, to order um, items from department stores, you know, the curbside order. I'm sure that was very popular at the time when we had COVID. You just want the sales associate to just drop the product off in your, either in your trunk or in the back of your seat, you know, the back seat of your, of your vehicle. And that's what I mainly use it for, uh, for convenience sake, especially uh, trying to protect not just myself, but that sales representative as well. Just utilizing the online app just to make sure that everything uh, goes safely, um, not trying to hurt them and not trying to hurt myself either. So that was that was basically what I was using the app for. But now I mainly use it for fast food or, or restaurant chains, you know. And I must admit to you, Darnell, that the food that I receive from these uh, fast food places, as I've mentioned there on my uh, on my bit, is that, man, they look nothing like the stuff that's featured. Again, it's all about image. Like I said, what happens there on the uh, internet browser? Well, over here, it's using the app and seeing how the product would look like on the app. But then when you receive it, it looks like slop. It looks like basically shit. And it just doesn't look the same. Like. The lettuce is messed up. The tomato is like off and the bacon is not even bacon. It's just bacon bits or whatever's left of bacon on a burger. And that is so freaking disappointment. 
Yeah, I've had I've had some uh I've had a meal where it looked like somebody just ate all my frags. Mm. They went in, it's you know uh, I, I I verified that you know the fries came with it. Uh-huh. Food gets to me, where are my frags? I never I, I never find out. <laughs> You know, I, I complain to like, uh, you know, there's a little customer support mm-hmm. uh, section of like uh, Grubhub. Right. And I told them what happened and they refunded me or like, or like right away. Oh, that's good. And they, 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 they take care of it like, you know, very quickly. They, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. They could actually gave me the runaround, you know. Uh, well, we're not responsible for what it looks like when they get to you or something like that, you know. Expecting, yeah. expecting to get screwed, which is what you get in America. You expect to get screwed, and then you're pleasantly surprised when you're not screwed. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you didn't bring out the torture rack for me or anything? Oh, yeah, I'm going to actually get what I want? That sounds good. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's an exaggeration, but it's, it's usually like disappointment. Yeah. So I would always make sure that I'm out there to get my stuff. Like, or they come straight to the door. Because uh, otherwise, they'll give my food away to a homeless guy again. Was sitting on on the stairs with my building. Okay, let, uh, let me tell you this, Darnell. Uh, <laughs> regarding what happened there, was it through a third party um, company that delivers the food, or is it the fast food company or restaurant that delivers it directly to you? That was definitely uh, Uber Eats. Mm. They uh, sent somebody over uh-huh. through that Postmates site. They drop off the food, but they gave it to the wrong person. They're supposed to call and verify. Right. Ask for your name. Sometimes they'll 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 ask if your name is so and so, and I'm like anybody could say the yes, and you would hand it over. You call the phone number. Let me know. <laughs> you know, I have to leave that little note. Saying, call when you arrive or something like that, and yeah, it 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 takes like literally like no no time at all just to verify it. Just hit the mm-hmm. number, text me. You're like okay, right here, waving my phone <laughs> at the door. It's me. It's my order. <laughs> And give it to that guy again. <laughs> you know, I used to work for uh, Drizzly for a uh, a liquor, wine, and spirits company. Um, I was the third party guy, and they basically just uh, give me the order, and I take it to that person's home. And sometimes it's hard to to get a hold of these customers. You know, they don't answer the door. You know, and. Sometimes you don't know what to do with it, especially if you're in an apartment area, you know, an in-close in, in location where you're inside the uh, the apartment complex knocking on the door. You know, anyone can just, like, grab it right then and there. And, and I'm trying to get hold of the person, 
and they're not even answering their door. You know, I even tried calling, tried doing the texting. I tried that as well, no answer. And I think my one of my biggest mistakes was having to drop it off over there. And it turns out that someone have taken the product uh, because it was, like I said, an enclosed apartment where, you know, it's right inside and the entrance door is inside, not outside. So perhaps maybe a neighbor two, two stores down may have taken it. But my biggest regret really was not to have taken the product back and, you know, give it back to the store until they would call again, I mean, until that person would call. But yeah, it was it was hard. And that was during COVID, by the way. I had to make money. Um, my my main job uh, didn't have much work, so I, I ordered I um, I worked for that uh, company, the Drizzly uh, company, which is now owned by Uber. Yeah, <laughs> that was Everything fun. That was fun while lasting. Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. was now know how difficult it was for for being a customer. But I just wish some of these customers would be honest, upfront, willing to answer their phone call or text at that particular moment in time. I shouldn't, like I said, I shouldn't have left the product there. Um, that's what happens. That was my big, one of my biggest mistakes. And of course, I made sure that wasn't going to happen again as I was talking to the the liquor company that gives me the orders. So I'm just glad that was uh, worked out and uh, having to deliver the product, product again to that same customer hours later. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um... That can that can happen with just about any one of those third party services. Yeah. Uh, there was this guy whose rub up order seemed to be sitting next to me. Well, I'm on the porch waiting for mine mm-hmm. to arrive, and it's just sitting there for a while, like thirty minutes going on, just sitting there. Mm. And they, they they had rang the doorbell and everything before I leave. Uh huh. But there it is, just there. And I'm like, do I walk away from here and let somebody, you know, grab it? Or do I just stay right here until that guy comes down? Because I'm waiting for mine anyway. Oh, wow. So I did this. I stood there for a long time, <laughs> waiting for my stuff to arrive, and it finally did. Food's still out there. Wow. So I say, ah, screw it. This guy's not coming down. It's been almost an hour. What's, what's he doing? Is he, is he asleep? Then, as I'm walking away, I hear the door creak open. Oh. Like, oh, there he is. <laughs> this food's cold now. Because <laughs> it was like, I don't know, 30-something degrees. So, yeah, your food's nice and cold now. Yeah. <laughs> this was like early, just, you know, past winter. Like this year, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe people order on these things and they forget. And they might have guests over their party and then their food just sitting out there. Mm, not a care in the world for their food. Shame on them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the rats appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they would. We went into the basement uh-huh. for the first time. And here, so you get some of these dead, nasty creatures in oh, there. Yeah. They're in there under the floorboards. Oh, okay. Uh, we got to replace the wood anyway, so we're getting rid of them. 
Not just that. Your raccoons and possums coming in the place because nobody's maintaining it, you know. They found the way in. There was a hole, like, uh, in between the houses, which is, you know, patched up. Uh-huh. Like, recently, you know, concrete and everything else. But, man, they were, they were living in there. All, all, all those creatures living together. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I guess they died, some of them, because there was no way out. And there's some really cold winters. Yeah. And they probably didn't Which, have food either. So. Yeah. The, uh, it, the cold, the, you know, blizzards actually keep the rat population down. And since we haven't been having them regularly in Chicago anymore, their population just kind of, yeah. you know, grew. It grew. Yeah. But it was a natural, it was a natural uh, phenomenon that kept them down mm. in Chicago. So we're, you know, found <laughs> mm. this out from like people who work for the city. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out there and they gotta, you know, work through sewers and stuff like that. Yeah, they find frozen dead rats. It's mm. a rough job, but they pay you a lot to do it an hour. Yeah. They, they would have to. <laughs> I like, yes, they would. If I'm going in the sewer. It's not going to be awesome like Ninja Turtle. <laughs> no. Ugh, just uh, thinking about them eating pizza down uh, there. Man, oh man, welcome to the, welcome to the Johnny Rubes Bits, where we're talking about mobile apps, and now we are talking about dead animals. Um, yeah, anything can happen here on this podcast, <laughs> but yeah. Um, by the way, when we um, when we go back to this topic here, um, I would like to ask you this, Darnell, um, of the mishap that you had associated with mobile app ordering, has there been a biggest disappointment so far in, in something that you really wanted to get, but it just you know it just looks you know terrible, or you've never gotten it, or or maybe there was something wrong with the app itself. Well, I bought something, you know, through the Facebook app, mm-hmm. and, and there was this other app attached to it that is called, I don't know if it's shipped or something like that. Uh-huh. But it's... It was tracking the package for me, so I'm expecting it to come because it's a, it's a game. Right. Game system that boy. It's an uh-huh. expensive one. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, how much was it, by the way? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been wanting to know. Well, it was like it? an arcade setup, so it's oh. about 700 Yeah, Yeah, it was 700 and it's supposed to come this way, and I'm waiting for it. And mm-hmm. like days after. It, it, you know, it should have already been there. Uh-huh. I'm still seeing this thing on my I'm on the app. I'm like, it says it's it's here, or where or arrived. But it never showed when up. I uh, it never showed up. It oh, never man. came. It was a scam run on Ooh. on Facebook, and there are tons of them. Oh, I didn't man. know at that time though. So you were that time I was a bit naive. So you weren't able to get your seven hundred back? Uh, no. I did not get it back. Mm. Cause uh you see with credit cards 
it can instantly just reimburse you like that. Oh, okay. Debit, not always the case. Did you, you disputed the transaction? Yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. Their, 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 um, their app was, uh, well, not, not their app, their, uh, store or whatever was shut down. Their little website shut down. Wow. They got rid of all the ads off of Facebook. Mm. He's trying to see where it originated from, and it's from China, so good luck finding these guys. Ooh. Yeah. Like, good luck Bummer. finding Yeah. <laughs> Usually, the money scams like that don't even show up from China. It, those, money, those kinds of money scams come from a different country. Yeah. There's two big ones, like... Uh, like Nigeria. That's one of them. That's one. Yeah. Or somewhere yep. in South America, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've had... Those uh, are the three main areas right there. You just said it right there, man. And I've <laughs> dealt similar uh, situations with that. Especially with my yeah. uh, credit card information, you know, going somewheres. You know, if I had um, warnings or alerts that kind of thing after ordering something from you know any one of those locations I receive an alert saying that my credit card has been used yeah oh yeah I always have my alerts on yeah for instance with the uh, someone bought airplane tickets mm-hmm. and they found out about it and they reimbursed me and the guy got to go to jail oh. I, I heard of it too because the I didn't even know it was used. I'm getting up that morning, and then I get this phone call from the airport. Police there or something like that thing. So and so, uh, you used your card and whatever. You know, we we also have to be aware, um, especially nowadays, where we're receiving like random text messages. And it sometimes it looks so legit, but it's really not. And they they say, for example, here, this is what I got today. I'm going to read it to you, but I'm not going to mention any names. So and so to your account for the transfer of one thousand eight hundred ninety five dollars and fifty two cents at November 10th, 2022 at eleven forty four a.m. Not you instantly call us at blah, 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 blah. See, they're just using that as a hook, line and sinker to get you. You know, it, it just makes it sound so believable. I don't even believe that. I even looked at my bank account seeing if anything was transferred there. No, this is pretty much a spam message. It, it makes it sound believable. So maybe someone may have copied and pasted that message. And then they add some telephone number uh, along with that. It's just a way. Maybe it's a one ring scam or something after that. So, yeah, I, there are plenty of those. Yeah. Some of them are coming straight from here in within the country. Yeah, or so we, or so it seems. Maybe they can be using our, you know, the number from our country. You know, they're, they're giving that illusion to you and to me and to anyone out there saying that it would come from the U.S., but really it's not. So yeah, they come up with all these numbers that really don't take place in Illinois or somewhere in California or somewhere from New York or somewhere from Florida. It's not. So it could be like from a certain country just pretending it's a U.S. number. Well, I got a phone call back from somebody who's definitely American. Oh, really? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. It, it was very amateurish too, so I was able to tell. Oh, that's good. I mean, wow. Baby, you need to work on this speech. You got to work on this speech before you make these calls, kid. <laughs> I'm not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they try to sound like an adult. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it, it, they're, they're teenagers falling through with these financial scams. They're doing that. Or, or, or at least, you know, been like 18 or 19, something like that, because it, it sounds really young. And they just copy and paste the scam that's worked from other countries, and then they do it. Yeah. The, the most they ever do to, the, to those people is they shut down their account. They're not sending police around to gather them all up, mm-hmm. unless it's a huge amount. It's got to be a huge amount that they took from people. And then they give it attention. Like, oh, well, well Johnny, you know, he, he may he stole $10,000 from all these old people. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to have to throw him in jail for like five to ten years or something like that. You know. Yeah. You see, it, they're, they're getting into it now. Um... They're, they're, they're not as sophisticated because their phone number is very traceable. They're not using the right... They're not using any software at all. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, these, these guys go all out. If they're going to commit a financial scam, they are, they got apps and everything. And I know what apps they're using, too. Mm. That's because I'm on the internet a lot. <laughs> like, for like decades, I've been looking at these... Like an app that you can make phone calls from your from your computer. Wow. Something like that changed around a bit, so now that it's an untraceable, and they just they run financial scams. Boy, that, that, there's a YouTube channel. That sounds like a good profession, Darnell. Maybe we should really uh, partake into something like that, man. I was thinking of it because uh, I saw I saw plenty of other people who are fighting on other people's behalf of, uh, you know, to try to get these scammers out. Yeah. And you know what country shows up a lot of times with these financial scams through apps or whatever? What? India. Ooh. So many are from India. Mm Mm-hmm. Call centers that are, you know, not legitimate call centers, Uh but they have like a... They act as though, you know, they're a business. They have, you know, uniform policies and everything else. But basically what they're doing is illegal. They rent space to use, and it, which is really easy to do over there. By the way, yeah. before before you go on. Yeah. I'll finish your bit. Finish your bit first before I um, talk about something here. Yeah, I was just saying that the um, they they would you know they would rent out space, have maybe ten to maybe thirty people all making phone calls to the United States or the United Kingdom, mm. and it's everything from Amazon scams to Microsoft scams, Netflix. I mean, everything that's an app, there's usually somebody who's, you know, running a scam behind it to 
mirror that site, which is why you gotta always look at the um, where it's where it was mailed from. Yeah, because the, the, the websites that you would see on there, um, it, it, it might look similar, but then you notice that it's not shielded, right. like it's not HTTPS. Uh-huh. You know, it's a uh, secured, yeah. Secured, encrypted. Like some web. somebody's made web page that they designed, and yeah. it looks bad. They're just trying to use Sometimes the same template can, to make it look, look exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but not, but not always. You can usually tell from misspellings that they decided to leave up there. Yep, right. I've seen that. So. I've seen the misspellings. Oh man, some of them are hilarious, and I would just look at those, pass them along to other people. Hey, look at this! Is this scam going on with this app? Oh, they don't trust this Amazon. Uh, <laughs> don't don't trust those Amazon emails. Don't click on that link. Check on the Who Is uh, website, which you know it's a really good site for finding out yeah. where something actually came from. Right. And, so um, that's what I would do with apps. And it's also know? best to order something um, like, for example, a hotel or, or maybe, you know, tickets for for an airline. It's best to get it directly from the company, not not using third party sources. You know, sometimes that could be, you know, skeptical. You know? Oh, yeah, they, they do. Um, they utilize any, any and everything like uh, if you buy it online. There's usually somebody trying to scam you. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of means. Yep. <laughs> well, you're trying to get it. You know, can't always look at the go-between, but unless it's a reputable company like Trivago or something yeah. like that. Or... <laughs> you know, the one thing I find disappointing, and this is the part I wanted to tell you, was that a lot of companies like to outsource. So they try to, you know, hire workers from another country to handle the customer service end of it. But I must tell you, Darnell, although they are very nice, although they are very friendly, sometimes it's hard to get your point across to them. Sometimes they do not understand the product as much as we want them to. You know, sometimes they just read off script, right? They're on the computer monitor, trying, you know, trying to be as friendly as possible, but you just, they just cannot help you. They cannot help me. And, um, you know, that's, that's the bad part when I when I want to get customer service assistance. For example, you know, I'm talking to someone from from the Philippines. I'm Filipino. And I, I try to talk to them. I try to get my my uh, my issue to them. I try to bring it up to them, but they just seem to be just so friendly and kind, but they just don't give me the right answers. You know? I mean I more power to them and more power to them in doing their job and trying to do their job, but sometimes it's just hard. To, you know that that's just like another obstacle to face. You know you cannot get your answers right then and there, but then sometimes their their English is not as good and they don't understand you too well. I don't know whether it's someone from there or whether it's someone from India or anywhere. It's it's hard, man. And I just want to say you guys are doing your job. You know no problems with that, but just sometimes it's just hard for them to resolve the issue, whatever it is that you want them to help you with. You know. Yeah, I like it when they have different tiers of people you could ask you know yeah start off with a customer service rep 
Uh-huh. Then you, if they can't get the answer they need, they go to a tier two right. representative who um, know, knows the product well. Mm-hmm. And, and if they can't get it through there, there's usually a tier three. They know everything about it. Yeah. And then they send you or they should, at least. <laughs> yeah. So you hear the American guy on there, and he gets straight to the point. <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay, there, that's what I needed. But they usually have to, well, they, they, they have to bring him into the call, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, you know, none of us knows anything about this product, <laughs> which is bad anyway, but. You hired a third party group to do it. <laughs> yeah. Do your call center stuff for it. Yeah. You know, I had a, um, a billing issue with Comcast recently, and I was, I, I thought that I was going to be uh, sent over to, you know, like I said, another country. <laughs> uh, yeah. I work in another country, but it just so happens that when I reached the billing department, it was someone from um, the northern part of Virginia. I'm like, oh my goodness, she has the country accent. I'm like, thank goodness, I got someone from America that can listen to my problem. And she was able to try and resolve my issue, but unfortunately, it, it, it never worked. So I just went over and called them up and just say, um, you know, you guys double billed me and I'll just take that bill over for the next one and I'm not gonna pay next month's bill anyway. So I took care of, you know, I just said, I'll just pay for, you know, I'm double billed, so I, I'll pay this month's bill and next month's bill, but I won't hear from you guys until December. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they, she tried her best though to, to reach out to the, to the other department that she was trying to reach, but I guess it was already too late for them to, I don't know, to help out on that issue. And they said a, a refund would be within 15 days. Never happened. But I just said to them straight up, I'll just use that for next month's bill. As long as you guys don't keep taking money out of my uh, bank account. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that sounds like, uh, um, well, the store I work for, uh -huh. if you want to call corporate, good luck getting in touch with them. Mm. They don't always pick up the phone. Yeah. You, you, you have some, uh, you know, issue with like, I don't know, you might get overcharged for some grapes. Yeah. And you call them. You let them know, I'm overcharged for these grapes, but nobody picks up really. You just talk into a machine until it finally goes around, does this thing all over again because nobody answers. Yeah. But when they do, you know, they can be really helpful. So I have no idea what's going on over there. <laughs> I mean, if it's something for an employee, it, they got to it right away because I, I was letting them, I, I asked them about my discount. Uh -huh. I just needed them to do that. Like set it up with my employee number. Two minutes is done. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but you're a customer. You're calling corporate for something. Which, by the way, not all the complaints are legitimate. Sometimes they're complaining about something that yeah. isn't standard and they wouldn't get anyway. You know, Karen's. 
Mm-hmm. Carrots and cans. I think that was, I think the male one's called can. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that somewhere. You know, Karen's and can. You know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> now imagine if that, if the lady was Barbie, that would be even worse. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. oh, oh, that would be bad. Um, by the way, the, the 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 companies that we mentioned, whether they're in the fast food sector or department stores uh, or whatever, remember we we are not talking about them as a whole you know this could just be um about some particular location or a, a franchise uh location um of this uh of this company we're not talking about the company as a whole remember that folks if you are listening uh we're not trying to dumb down on on all these companies out there because you know there are people out there that are doing the logistics part of the company and you know they're doing all their best but then there's some that does the lack thereof and that's that's what i'm mentioning right now so i just want to say to you folks this is a disclaimer once again that uh we are not trying to dumb down anyone out there so we're just especially the companies that that are mentioned here in this podcast here today so we just want to say you know, it's only a small part of that location. You know, other companies, I mean, other locations are doing well than the others. So just want to let you guys know firsthand. Okay, back to the conversation here, Darnell. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to let it out there for the folks who are listening to this, exactly. uh, this podcast bit. Oh, by the way, yeah. before we conclude, Darnell, um, you know, after your experience with mobile ordering, would you consider doing this uh, particular method again? Only with food because with you get food. results when they make mistakes. Uh-huh. They they are immediately fixing the problem because I mean it's not like you're spending a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, having like I I, I need a hundred lobsters here. Uh, you know, or, or you know, <laughs> I need the best caviar or something like that. No, you're buying McDonald's or something like that. <laughs> But anything else, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. I need to go to Amazon or someplace that I know is reputable where things will get done. Yeah, I agree with you too. Uh, eBay, if that's if it's still a thing, I don't use it anymore. I haven't used it in like 15 years. I mean, it sounded so relevant, like a few, you know, a few years ago, right before Amazon really, you know, took over e-commerce. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, their response is the, you know, their response time is really good when there's an error or something like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to eBay the, when they were starting out. Or man, it was so easy to trick people on those things. Uh, because the scammers would <laughs> they have everything set up like your company you find out on the internet oh then other people have been ripped off yeah. so maybe maybe I just wanna you know go to the site directly forget anywhere where, where they make the thing that's what I end up doing yeah if, if I'm really unsure let me order direct <laughs> That's the best way but to go. Yeah. Generally, you know, I don't use the apps to, to order anything electronic or anything that's not food related. 
Uh, I might forget the app. I'm going to the site. Uh, you might as well go see it for yourself and get it right yeah. then and there, rather than That's seeing a... just, rather than seeing an image of it on an internet browser or on an app. I find it better to go into the store, call the store, see if they have it, go up there to the store. Although I will say this, though, um, uh, I, I used Target's app, and it was, you know, I got what I needed right away because Target wasn't far. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm close to one. And I just made sure that they held on that item for me so I could get it. And most of them do. I mean, for me, ordering there is a breeze. I mean, it's been convenient so far uh, with them, whether it's um, getting the the product in the store or on curbside parking. So far, they've been doing a stellar job. I actually uh, buy my vinyl records off of there at Target because they do sell vinyl records and I have a, a record player at home and I just want to buy something new uh, or something that was once a, uh, a favorite from the past, all those... Um, records that have uh, taken into production again you know those favorite records like like michael jackson's thriller or something been reissued see so I'll, i like to get something from there yeah well walmart's also another uh that's also another place i would get things from online i've, I've been able to trust them for like since they had a website yeah they got a good reputation for getting you things uh at, it's quick. You can get it uh, two day shipping, something like that. I find that or overnight. Yeah, it seemed to be working well in your favor. But as for me, uh, I was trying to buy some toys off of the Walmart app, and first it says that your order, you know, is being processed, and then it says it's ready. But then all of a sudden, it's like taken away. I'm like, why is it all of a sudden? <laughs> gone and then it says it's not available anymore i'm like what the heck happened so that's just my biggest issue with them is that they you order something and all of a sudden it's just like just gone and then they you know you get your money back later on i mean this is i just find that to be an inconvenience for me and and that happened like the second time for me and i don't i don't want to order toys out of their app ever again i'd rather go in the store and check it out for myself yeah, um, it, it, there seems to be a problem with like their app mm-hmm. versus their information in, yeah. their, in in their actual store, like their inventory. Right. Maybe some some wires got crossed, whatever, and or it wasn't been updated. Yeah, that, that's really important. They need they need to stop being so cheap and bring IT person in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, you know, the funny part too, is when you like, you order something on an app, right? And you're filling all your information. And then next thing you know, you hit the, the submit button or a okay button or, you know, those buttons, you press it. And all of a sudden the app just quit. I'm like, what the heck happened? Oh my goodness. And then everything that you filled out is gone. Everything that you want is gone and like all that it's time always wasted. That. yeah, yeah. It, it's the worst sometimes it, it, it could be your phone yeah it could be your phone or it could be the version of the app like it, it's yeah. been updated but there are some bugs now right they actually have something like that in IT where uh, you'd be working on 
app development. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're like, yeah, some sort of maintenance on the app. I was like, maybe I should get into that because this seems to be happening all the time with people. <laughs> See, so there you go, folks. We were just talking about the logistical side of the ordering process. Now we're talking about the app itself having technical issues. Now that's something definitely um, having to talk about here on this podcast as well. So, wow, you you, you seem to have done a, a stellar job there, Darnell. Thank you very much for being my guest here tonight on the Johnny Rubes Bits. And uh, yeah, we'll love to have you on again for future episodes. Uh, Definitely, you took it on uh, different levels here tonight. I appreciate you for for opening up and uh, providing a lot of insight for our listeners out there. So thank you again. Uh, uh, Thank you for representing Chicago. By the way, much love to Chicago. And uh, yeah, until next time, everyone. Here are extra bits I would like to add. It's finally feeling like fall over here in Chicago as the temps have plummeted down to the 40s. I'm sure everyone here enjoyed whatever's left of the spring-like weather that had temps soaring to the 60s and 70s for the last 10 days. I took advantage of that by flying my drone in parts of downtown. And, and the video I captured there of Chicago was awesome. I, I wish you guys took a look at it. All right, anyways, um, let's see. The comedian Gallagher had passed away from organ failure at age 76. He was known for his comedy skits during the 80s in which he was smashing food, especially a watermelon, to his audience. I, I fondly remember that when my family had cable TV for the first time and, and seeing that. That was pretty cool. Voice actor Kevin Conroy succumbs to cancer at age 66. He was well known for being the voice of billionaire Bruce Wayne and his alter ego, the Cape Crusader in Batman the Animated Series. And of course, the man's face is everywhere. Big time billionaire Elon Musk is finally in control of Twitter, much to everyone's dismay, including celebrities and politicians, mostly on the liberal front. Most of them have already migrated on to other free speech platforms, while others remain to fight on. Musk is changing things on Twitter as we speak regarding logistics, including uh, massive layoffs, and he's got challenges ahead while while that's going on, including the blue verified check marks uh, on a Twitter account, which cost $8 a month, and most celebrities and athletes uh, use that. And uh, there are imposters already out there taking advantage of that opportunity and he's doing everything he can to put out the stops to that and uh congratulations to the talented houston astros baseball team in winning another championship after um after beating the philadelphia phillies in the world series it's the first for their skipper dusty baker and lastly my solo podcast segment is now rebranded as The Johnny Rubes Bits, in which I will talk more than one topic, possibly with a guest on occasions. And there you have it. The episode is finally over. I'll be back with another one. You guys can go on with life now. Have fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Spotify.